This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Monday, 12 February, Year of Alert 2024. Jason Trent is going to join us in a moment. I got a cold open from him, but I want to finish. Mike, so the, the uh, Congressman Miller sent a note, a letter to CBS saying she didn't think it was appropriate to have a Chinese Communist Party um, apparatus, uh, you know, uh, uh, advertising on the Super Bowl. She got blown off. That was Temu which is a total CCP company. Remember, this is information warfare. This is what TikTok is doing. Now they have Temu. Uh, they want to get all your information. Walk me through. I got to bounce, but walk me through uh, quickly uh, my store. Yeah, you guys, um, you, not only can you use your War Room code on MyPillow.com for all of the exclusive War Room specials, we've launched MyStore.com, and you guys have responded so awesome. The MyStore.com for entrepreneurs and thousands of USA-made products. The media has already mocked this platform. Jimmy Kimmel went on there and went after it, but you guys have made it all possible. Here's the uh, here's the special on my pillow for $29.98, the queen size. You keep my factory busy and I'm out there. We got our groups on the ground trying to secure our elections and it's all because of you, War Room Posse. Those specials there, there's the $29.88, the 20 year anniversary, my pillow on sale, but we've got the the uh, My Pillow 2.0. Here's the My Store platform. Here, you guys, all these all these products you can scroll down. Their stories are there. USA socks. You've got the uh, My Pillow or the My Store gummies. These are all individuals that um, have. They started out just the way I did, and they they developed their products. You've got the paintings there. There's uh, Jim Hansel, my painter. He's actually legally blind. That's the one Jimmy Kimmel mocked on TV. But you guys have supported all these entrepreneurs, thousands of products, everything from home decor, bed bath, um, you name it on there, it's there. And uh, they've been vetted over two years now, uh, all these products, and they're finally up. And all their stories are there, too. So use the promo code WARROOM, support USA Made, and check it out. You can shop. all the, Everything you need is on that site, and all USA Made. And we're not going to let... Uh, then be copied overseas and, and uh, no, squashed. no way. No, and 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 Tamu's not even like Amazon goes up and it's copied immediately and the entrepreneur gets screwed. Tamu, it's the slave labor allowed by Jing. It's allowed by Jing that's the slave labor. They do it right out of the box. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. We look forward to having you back this afternoon. We're going to have you on to talk about uh, the Arizona situation. So thank you so much. Okay. So I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Mike Jay. Lindell got the Patriots Award from President Trump and the team down there in Mar a Lago over the weekend. Amazing. I've got a cold open from the, I think this is morning on Squawk Box. Let's go ahead and play it. Can government spending and government employment and, and fiscal spending and the Fed, it, can Keynesian economics work? I mean, that's, is that what you attribute this economy to right now? Because it, I do. Biden really hasn't done any pro, I don't know, Republicans think pro-growth is 
is supply side. Supply side, stuff. yeah. There's been it none is. of that. Yeah. There's just been a lot of... We're, listen, Joe, we're running a budget deficit of 7% of GDP right now. We've only done that three other times since World War II. Uh, and those times we were deep in recession and, and the unemployment rate was above seven. Running a budget deficit this large at full employment is unheard of. It's crazy. Well, Trump did it too, though, right? Well, n- nothing to this extent, not nowhere near 7% of GDP. And I'm not saying we didn't spend, we didn't spend a lot of money. It's, it's a bipartisan issue. The, 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 the problem is, without the Fed being a, the buyer of last resort for treasuries, long-term interest rates are going to head higher. So, but maybe that's the plan. Maybe that. But the, the the thing is, you can't control everything. If the Fed is going to do that, you're going to have a persistent inflation problem, because, um, as we know, inflation is too much money chasing too too many too few goods. Okay, uh, brother Trenner from uh, Strategis, that's pretty counter narrative of the soft landing. They've done a great job. Joe Biden, Bidenomics is working. Uh, the uh, Janet Yellen's a genius, you know, she's Yoda and, uh, and Powell's the best fed secretary we've ever had. You have, you have a counter narrative that I think you back up with empirical evidence. What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your point? Cause, cause we didn't, couldn't play the whole clip, but the, the morning, uh, the, uh, squawk box guys were not exactly high-fiving you. So what's the reality? No, I mean, I think, listen, I think on a, uh, and I love CNBC, and they do a, a nice job. But but the ultimate arbiter on on that show as to whether something is a good policy or not generally is is whether stock prices are going up. And stock prices went up last year. But one of the things I mentioned, and there were there were two very meaningful uh, changes last year. One was when we bailed out the depositors of Silicon Valley Bank by injecting four hundred billion dollars onto the Fed's balance sheet. The second was when Janet Yellen uh, suspended coupon issuance, uh, just a fancy way of saying she stopped issuing long-term debt in in late October. And uh, so you had a situation where earnings for the S&P 500 were flat, long-term interest rates uh, went up, and yet stock prices went up by 24%. To me, um, of course, it, it's, it feels good when stock prices are up, but... Um, you're not really doing it the right way. You're not, you're not doing it the way in which it, that is something that signals uh, broad productivity growth or, or a broad uh, increase uh, in the productive capacity uh, of the United States. You're doing it with smoke and mirrors. This is a no-holds-barred uh, economy right now, uh, both from the Fed uh, and the Treasury Department and the administration. They're using every tool uh, in their arsenal to keep the economy out of recession. Um, that could almost sound noble except that there will be a cost to, to pay for that longer term. And you're, you're um, papering over a lot of the structural problems that we have been creating uh, in the U.S. I want to go to the structural problems, but first I want to, you put up an amazing chart. And if Denver could put this up, I think your, your concept here is called the common man CPI. Walk, walk us through what this is, because this will lead us into the structural issues we have here. Yeah, and, so- uh, and the games that are being played and the smoke and mirrors. So walk, walk me right. through what reality is. So reality is, so that you, one of the things that's happening with the Biden administration, uh, and I think, you know, it's justifiable on, on one side. You can say, well, listen, they, they say the unemployment rate's uh, extraordinarily low. Um, inflation's coming down. Uh, and yet, and stock prices are near all-time highs. Why aren't we getting more credit for the economy. What we did here was we took a look at uh, at inflation, 
but on things that people have to buy. Uh, so it's, uh, it's housing, it's food, it's energy, it's utilities, it's insurance. Uh, it's not the rest of the things in the CPI. So as you may know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they have headline CPI, and then they have something called core, which excludes food and energy. The problem is for most people, you know, eating and staying warm is pretty core. And so what we did is we said, all right, let's look at all the items in the CPI and say, what are the things people have to buy? And what this shows you is that those prices have risen far faster uh, than wages uh, by about 7%. And this is why the president is not getting the credit they deserve, they believe, uh, they believe they deserve uh, right now. And, and in my opinion, there's very little that's going to stop this, um, given the fact that we now have $34 trillion in debt. Uh, we're likely to run another budget deficit of $2 trillion dollars uh, about 7% of GDP this year. And so um, the problem is the Fed has largely monetized the debt, which is, means they've bought a lot of the debt, uh, which keeps interest rates down. But um, there's no wisdom in that. Uh, that's, it's literally just trying to buy a little time uh, before you, the bill comes due for all of this wayward spending. So... Um, <clears throat> over You call this common man CPI. That, that is essentially the lived experience of working class and middle class Americans, is it not, sir? Correct. So again, you know, food, energy, clothing, shelter, insurance, utilities, th things that you can't necessarily, you know, um, they're, not they're not discretionary items. It's not like going to Cancun or, or Destin, Florida or buying a flat panel television. I mean, those are things you could do at another time. These are things you have to pay for every day to survive. And uh, this is telling you that people's wages are significantly behind, about 7% behind uh, what the cost of these goods that you have to pay for uh, have been over the past five years. And this is people's lived experience. This is why people don't feel good, despite the fact uh, that stock prices are hitting uh, new highs. Now, the structural issues you just talked about and what they're doing, the spending, but what they're doing, the finance spending, then leads to the fact that ain't going to change, correct? This is, in fact, it could actually get worse. I think it's unlike with this Federal Reserve, uh, and I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, really, and, and I, I, my experience is the Fed generally tries to do the right thing, um, even though they might have bad policies. I think QE for 12 years Quantitative easing for 12 years was a, a terrible policy, uh, in many ways extraordinarily regressive, uh, which means that it helped wealthy people far more than it helped the average person. Um, but this is what they know. This is a new tool. And as you know, in Washington, once you get a new tool, once you get a new power, you don't give it up. And I, I don't think the Fed's going to give this up. Uh, the, the problem with that, Steve, is that uh, it's going to be very difficult to control inflation over the long term if the Fed is going to step in again and save the federal government from its wayward fiscal ways. It's very hard to control inflation that way. Um, so you can do it. Uh, it'll work, quote unquote, work. Uh, but it only it only creates more resentment uh, among uh, the voting public uh, and the average person. Average person for 12 years got zero on their savings accounts. OK, if you had private equity, if you had Bitcoin, you had SPACs, you had anything leveraged, you crushed it. 
Uh, and um, to me, that's not the way it should really work. You should be rewarding thrift. You should be rewarding uh, people that make uh, that make uh, very prudent uh, financial decisions. And yet, really, it was quite the opposite uh, for 12 years because of the Fed. Uh, they're addicted to it now. I don't, I don't see it changing unless there's a change um, in the chairman of the Federal Reserve. See, we have two addictions. One, you have the fiscal side and you have the monetary side. Those are two things of economic policy, right? Uh, macro policy. Uh, I want to go, you, you now have, and you've been arguing this in your own quiet way with empirical evidence for years. Now other people, Jamie Dimon, who I think is, is trying to think through a presidential run in 2028. He's a newborn populist. Over the last 72 hours, it's been like Cassandra. He's warning about it's 10 years, right. it's going to be over, which is going to be much uh, Nassim Tlaib, the brilliant guy that came up with Black Swan. He says, no longer a black swan, it's a white swan. It is inevitable, right. it's going to happen, and it's between five and 10 years. But on Capitol Hill, they're up there all weekend, and we're covering it 24-7. They're talking about another $100 billion supplement to really an eight, uh, $850 billion defense spending already. There seems to be this massive disconnect, and we've only got a minute here, uh, and we'll hold you through the break. What, that we're, we're, we are in Republic-ending endeavors on Capitol Hill because of the spending. What is it going to take to wake these guys up? Well, the thing is, this is where the Fed comes in. The Fed has essentially taken the, the um, they've taken, they've taken the, the instrument panel out of the automobile. Right. So they, they don't because the Fed is is subsidizing interest rates, there's no signal to to fiscal policymakers to stop spending. In, in the past, James Carville said he wanted to be reincarnated as the bond market because it intimidated everyone. And right now, the, the bond market doesn't intimidate anyone because the Treasury Department's going to stop issuing long bonds or the Fed is going to start buying them. Uh, but again, you are just papering over the problem. You, you are just buying yourself a little extra time. Sooner or later, it's going to find its way into either bond, uh, either bond yields or the currency, and, uh, and I think, um, or both. And I think we're, we're likely to see that um, without some sort of course correction over the next several years. Hang on for one second. I want to take a short commercial break. Jason Trenert. Uh, joins us from Strategis, uh, considered one of Wall Street's smartest guys. Uh, and I might say, or dare I say, a populist, <laughs> the, the working man's voice that's always helped us think this stuff through. Uh, so remember, you get some pretty smart guys on our side of the football. Short commercial break. We're in return in a moment. You are over, because we're taking down the CCP. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k 
401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. You know, to use the dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States power. I think everyone understands very well that no matter how many dollars are printed, they are quickly dispersed all over the world. I want to spend more time with Jason. Uh, I'm going to break this down, as I told you, uh, if not at 6 o'clock tonight, then, then tomorrow. Um, about the uh, the dollars of prime reserve currency, Putin, I think it went on for four, four and a half minutes. There's not many leaders in the world, maybe Trump and Putin, that could talk about the uh, the, the importance of currency and dollar uh, and the, us being the prime reserve currency. As we keep telling you, we're at the end of the dollar empire because of the printing machine. When Jason Trina talks about Monet, you know, monetization of the debt, quantitative easing, these are t highly technical terms used on Wall Street, but this audience understands it because for the last couple of years we say you have to understand this. This is the way that this is what the long con is, right? And now you're, and you're the ones being conned. So um, this is incredibly important. I just want to make Joe Allen's going to follow us right here. He's going to be here in a minute on artificial intelligence as, as Jason made that great. Uh, comment today when talk, but the stock market's so far up, he says, well, look, the Mac 7 are up, but the, the rest of the country, the rest of the companies, particularly the industrial companies, the ones that employ people, right? Not a bunch of guys writing code or, 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 or building companies off algorithms. Uh, the ones that like employ people, not so much. I think NVIDIA, the chip maker, is, uh, that's focused on, on, uh, on artificial intelligence, as Joe's going to tell us in a minute, I think the market cap in NVIDIA is now bigger than the entire the market the total market capitalization of Hong Kong of the Chinese stocks in Hong Kong Jason what Putin said there is that uh, is that you're seeing the end of the dollar empire because the United States has overplayed its hand here using it as a weapon now citizens of the United States have to take until they vote these people out what's going on here but the BRICS nations don't that's why the BRICS nations the central banks there are looking for alternatives to the dollar, this de-dollarization, and it's not going to happen overnight. But no. it, in your scenario, if we keep going down this path, eventually other people in the world are going to say, hey, look, the elites in the United States may be doing this to their own country, but we don't have to suck on it, right? We, we'll have to come up with an alternative. Your thoughts, sir? Listen, there's nothing, uh, there's another theory that that's very close to this. It's called modern monetary theory, which is essentially the idea that you can spend whatever you want if you're the reserve currency and it has no implications and use fiscal policy like taxes to slow uh, the economy down. The problem with that is that there's nothing modern about modern monetary theory. There's nothing modern about spending money you don't have uh, in foreign excursions or bread and circuses. Uh, this is as old as humanity itself. And there have been very many reserve currencies throughout 
uh, the history of man. Uh, and great societies lose them in the same ways by, by continuing to spend money they don't have. It is not imminent that the U.S. would lose its reserve currency. It's still on about 90% of one side of 90% of transactions globally. But if we continue down this road, uh, it, it seems to me we are the, the power of the U.S. and the, the strength of having the reserve currency will weaken. People will look for other alternatives. And I think that's true of our debt uh, as well. Uh, China, Japan, Saudi Arabia are all, for, for a variety of reasons, are all trying to diversify their holdings of U.S. treasuries. And, and that is something that, again, will raise, uh, at a minimum, start to raise interest rates. If taken to an extreme without some sort of course correction, it could eventually lead, uh, at a minimum, to significantly higher inflation versus goods, uh, and at a maximum to uh, another, another option, another fiat currency option. I have to say, the, the U.S. is very much bailed out by its competition in this regard. There aren't very many other fiat currencies um, that, uh, that are backed by anything uh, other than uh, the full faith and credit of their countries. And so U.S. It tends to win because we have the biggest Navy and the biggest military. But um, again, this is no divine right to have, uh, to have the currency, the reserve currency. We have a, uh, an ETF called the SAMT. Uh, that plays this idea of deglobalization. Uh, we feel very strongly that the world is the, the great uh, the great movement towards globalization, which started when um, when the Berlin Wall came down in, in eighty nine, and then when China joined the WTO in two thousand one. We think that's coming in to an end, and we're playing that largely through higher uh, exposures to defense stocks and also energy stocks as well. So, and where do people go to get information about this? This, this is the they, ETF you set up. Just explain, explain to our audience what an ETF is and, and why it's something an e they should think about. Yeah, an, e an ETF is it's called an exchange-traded fund. It's not that different than a mutual fund, but in some ways it's better because it has less tax liabilities, less transaction costs. But it's the same thing, and, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's cheaper uh, to, to own. But it's, it's essentially a fund of stocks, uh, and uh, ours is called SAMT. Uh, you could go to our, our website uh, at Strategus uh, and find out information uh, about it. Uh, and we also have one that's focused on lobbying, focused on companies that, uh, that are the most intense lobbying companies. It doesn't make us feel good to, to play that in a way, but it is the way the world works. And, we uh, and, uh, and it works. <laughs> the thing is, it works. <laughs> We got to figure out. You got to help the warm audience figure out how do we short the the the, the lobby ETF. But I, I, I kid right. you. I want everybody to go to the site and immerse yourself. Jason's one of the smartest, best guys around. But I want to go back to some. Look, when we say full faith and credit, this audience is the full faith and credit of the United States. It's the backbone of the nation, right? It's the taxpayers, the people, sons and daughters, uh, join the military. That's the full faith and credit of the United States. Is this audience? When you talk, and, and these are these are people that just want to be left alone, build their families. You know, they'll pay their taxes, but they what's going on now they see as a circus, and they're getting blamed for it. They're, they're the problems. They're the agent of chaos. They're the domestic terrorists. They're, Trump is their, is their agent of chaos. But you look at modern monetary theory, and here's the point. The institutions in this country, the fiduciary institutions in this nation took a radical French idea, modern monetary theory, and we've basically run the country on this, it, 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 and definitely since the Biden 
regimes come in. You've seen this. How could that have happened without any public debate? In fact, quite frankly, the Wall Street Journal would come out op-eds or editorials how terrible this is. But correct me if I'm wrong. Did not the lords of easy money on the oligarchs of Wall Street and in the Fed and in Treasury embrace this theory along with the, the political class because it got people off the hook and allowed the long con to just continue? Absolutely. And not, they didn't, they didn't uh, uh, support it explicitly, but they, they clearly uh, supported it implicitly. Listen, this, this monetary system we have now was considered um, illegal largely before the global financial crisis. Uh, in the Fed's charter, uh, it does not really have the ability to print money. Uh, but except in exigent circumstances. Now, the global financial crisis was an exigent circumstance. Um, there are no atheists in foxholes. Hard to be that pure. Having said that, once that power was given to the Fed, they never relinquished it. The Fed became, in the words of a lot of scribes and, and also uh, people in, in Washington, the only game in town. Well, the problem with that is that the Fed is not elected by people. Uh, it's a group of unelected people that are not accountable to uh, to the voters. And so the Fed should never be the only game in town. Uh, we have elected officials that can be voted out of office that are supposed to take that responsibility. I would love to see a Fed that relinquishes that response, that that uh, those powers are very unlikely to happen without a different Fed chair. Uh, it might result in some very difficult choices that need to be made, but it would, it would lead to a far better allocation of capital, a much more fair capital market, a much more, um, uh, much better outcomes for average people. Um, I feel very strongly about that. And that's something that is really, it's, it's something that was dreamed up by a lot of PhDs. Uh, it, it looked like a good idea. It got everybody off the hook for a while, but it's created massive distortions on our economy and in our capital markets. I just want to go real quickly. Geithner and Bernanke during the financial crisis. How were those powers? Just quick, how were those powers given to the Fed, which you said up until that time was actually illegal because you could not. I mean, you got Nixon off. Got, took us off the gold standard, the convertibility gold in seventy one. Then you had the financial crisis of two thousand eight. Kind of caused a little bit by that. How? how what actual act uh, gave the Fed that power? This is, well, there is, in the Fed's charter, it's, uh, I think it's sec section 13.3, and it gives, it does give, I would say, the Fed broad power to use this with, with uh, congressional oversight. It does give them the ability to use that power. It had never been used before, though. And um, at the time, of course, we were, um, we were in very serious trouble economically, and the power was given. The problem uh, the, the power was acceded to by, by Congress. The problem was that Congress never wanted the power back. They, they, they were perfectly happy to give uh, the Fed the ability to print money, uh, essentially. And it relieves them from having to deal, make any difficult decisions as far as fiscal policy uh, is concerned. Again, it's, it's, like taking the, it's like taking the speedometer out of the automobile. Uh, you have no right. idea how fast you're going, the dashboard, right? So it really is, um, again, to use it for one or two years in a time of crisis, uh, I would say, given that what was happening in 2008 made sense, using it for 12 years was irresponsible. Sir, where do people go, once again, to get to your website, all your information, in particular at yep. the ATF? www.strategusrp.com or www.strategusasset.com.
Jason, always great to have you on here, and always great how you're thinking through things from the uh, from the little guy's perspective. The common thanks man. a lot, thanks Steve. The backbone I appreciate of this it. They because they are the full faith and credit of the United States, not the Fed, not Congress, you, and your chairman now of the uh, creditors committee here in the war room. Beware, when's the last time you checked your home title? Never, right? Cyber criminals may have already forged your name off your home's title. His name is on your home's title. He's going to take out loans using your equity. You won't know until foreclosure notices show up for unpaid home loans he took out on your house. Now, I rely on Home Title Lock to protect my home's title. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Let me repeat that. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Question, has some criminal taken over your title? Find out for free when you sign up, code Bannon at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. Let me repeat that. You get a free comprehensive scan and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. This is all free. Go to home title lock, hometitlelock.com. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. Take action today. Take the angst of this off of uh, off of your plate. Don't let these cyber bandits, these cyber thugs, coupled with artificial intelligence mess with your home equity action 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 your host stephen k Bann. okay uh grace and mo help me out here but i think it's 12 noon for the senate we'll be streaming that today you got obviously got charlie kirk follows us jack basoba we're back five to seven jd vance told you a a massive uh a massive vote tonight on this we're gonna be manning the ramparts hopefully giving some leadership into the chat rooms you guys have done an incredible job. Uh, you got their attention. There's no doubt about it. But here's the here's the the the, the feedback. Uh, Senate, you know, the Ukraine hawks are digging in. This is Tillis and folks in Carolina. You know what a beauty that guy is. "Quote: Our base cannot possibly know what's at stake at the level that any well-briefed U.S. senator should know about what's at stake if Putin wins." Let me repeat this. You collection of morons. Our base cannot possibly know what's at stake at the level that any well-briefed U.S. senator should know about what's at stake if Putin wins. Well, t- tell us, you've been dead wrong about this war from the beginning, and the war room has been right, and this audience has been right from the beginning, two years ago. We called every shot. Okay, so don't sit there and give me, oh, I got the, because this is the game they play, the CIA and, you know, the deep state to get in there and get these guys all worked up. This is what happened to Johnson. He took his biblical worldview, had a couple of security briefings. You know what, Navarre and I used to sit there, we got the morning brief. I'd sit there all the time and go, now why is this classified? Nine-tenths of it are all crap, okay? They've missed every important development. So uh, our base cannot possibly know what's at stake at the level that any well-briefed U.S. senator. Well, first off, the audience is smarter than you guys because most of you don't have three-digit IQs. And tell us, I put you at the top of that list. This is how you got to get behind when these people run and they lie to you with a straight face. Just watch this. This is why we're covering it. And all weekend, 
people saw it. Was it a little dry at times? Yes, it was a little dry at times. They're cutting deals behind the scenes. But you see who the traders are and their traders when they come up and these guys, oh, I'm really concerned about Winston Churchill. Hey, if you're in the if you're in South Dakota and Oklahoma and these MAGA states and and your sons and daughters have served, have you served? Hey, you don't need any guy to say, no, yeah, I got to get a discharge petition. I got to take this piece of crap. No, and not one penny to stop the invasion on the southern border, and particularly not one penny to deport anybody. You understand there's one million deportation citations already been handed out. Their guys are not. This is even in a terrible administration. One million that are out there are not being executed on. One million. They're not deporting anybody. Axios had a big article over the weekend trying to scare everybody about what Trump's deportation plan is. Trump's going to deport him, but he's going to be, it's going to be very smart. It's going to be very smart. There'll be more on that later. Um, so we got a big fight today on our hands. If you like the geopolitics, if you like the economics and capital markets, this is why um, Jim Rickards, uh, the author of Currency War, is not a part, big part of the show. Go to Strategic Intelligence from Paradigm. If you like that stuff, and a lot of the audience does and wants to get more information, wants to get savvier and smarter, just go to Strategic Intelligence over at Paradigm Price. He's got a monthly newsletter, kind of gets you into the behind the scenes. And Obviously, he's a super dialed in guy. So get all that. Uh, also, I want to get Joe Allen up here. I'm going to play a cold open. Joe's going to come on. But remember, Joe is the guy that warned us coming to CES. Cyber and artificial intelligence. Cyber and artificial intelligence. The first touch point they're going to get to you is in your home title. So go to hometitlelock.com. Today, immerse yourself in information about how you don't let either the state actors or primarily the non-state actors take your title, get a, uh, a hard money Second mortgage on your house, and the hard money you lenders don't want to hear your tears of woe. They want their money at the high interest rates. So, hometitlelock.com today. Let's play the cold open from D. Joe Allen. NVIDIA Accelerated Computing starts with DGX, the world's AI supercomputer, the engine behind the large language model breakthrough. I hand delivered the world's first DGX to OpenAI. Since then, half of the Fortune 100 companies have installed DGX AI supercomputers. DGX has become the essential instrument of AI. The GPU of DGX is eight H100 modules. H100 has a transformer engine designed to process models like the amazing ChatGPT, which stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformers. The eight H100 modules are NV-linked to each other across NV-link switches to allow fully non-blocking transactions. The eight H100s work as one giant GPU. The computing fabric is one of the most vital systems of the AI supercomputer. 400 gigabits per second, ultra low latency, NVIDIA Quantum InfiniBand with in-network processing connects hundreds and thousands of DGX nodes into an AI supercomputer. NVIDIA DGX H100 is the blueprint for customers building AI infrastructure worldwide. Watch me. Just watch me now. Just watch me now. Okay. Um, we told you in the show this is not entertainment. There are a lot of people out there that do great entertaining shows, and they're fantastic. And if that's your cup of tea, you know, this is work, and we understand it's work, because you're here to save your nation. Now, it's part of it. It's even deeper signal than that. And that is about our culture, society, and quite frankly, homo sapiens. You're in a time that we will see in the lived experience of 
three quarters of this audience Homo sapien 2.0. And we told you, because the convergent on the singularity is just not artificial intelligence, it's biotech, it's advanced chip design, it's quantum computing, it's all at boom, regenerative robotics, artificial intelligence. But we told you one of the big triggers to that when uh, ChatGBT came out just a year ago at, at Davos, remember that? Just a year, just a year anniversary, one year. That when the capital markets and the venture capitalists and the hedge funds, which is all your money, always remember, they don't have this money. It's pension fund money. So that would be you. That's why this is always a Greek tragedy, right? The people that have the, the strength and do it, it's, all, it's used against them. It's your tax dollars and your pension funds that are used to destroy you and your children and your grandchildren and your society and your culture. Seven, Sam Altman that, uh, that Joe Allen has focused on and targeted from day one, he is now out, and he's not talking about this, he's doing this. He's out raising $7 trillion. That's the annual spending of this out-of-control government, but $7 trillion is something that uh, of a scale to essentially reform humanity, or not reform, to, to change. This is the great transformation. Uh, using this uh, artificial intelligence. Walk us through what Altman's doing, what DGX is, because right now, folks, it's happening. As we told you, as soon as the capital markets taste it, and part of that rise of the MAG-7 is because of artificial intelligence, not just earnings they've got from their traditional businesses, but the potential of artificial intelligence, it's happening. And once the capital markets get in there and they're hysteria, it's Katie bar the door, Joe Allen. Yeah, Steve, this is all about scaling. And after that, it's about adoption. When we first started covering GPT at the, the end of 2022, it was pretty clear that something major was going to happen. It just wasn't clear what. I, it's still unclear where it's going to go, but we have a very good idea of where they want it to go. The cold open is a little dry for the war room's taste in general, but I thought it would be really good to give the audience a sense of what the infrastructure under artificial intelligence looks like. It's based on GPUs, graphic processing units. Uh, you, if you were to see a data center, just rows and rows and rows of servers and cooling towers to uh, produce, to train uh, at this point, something that has become uh, eerily human-like. The reason Sam Altman is going around, especially to countries like the UAE or to um, nation states like the UAE, looking for what he is projecting at five to seven trillion dollars to build out the infrastructure is because the chips are in a short uh, supply. It's, it's very difficult now to get GPUs to train these. Uh, if, the, if Denver would throw up a graph real quick, uh, in the, the last year, we saw this huge surge to buy up all the GPUs by the major companies. The two tops were Microsoft and Meta, after that Google and so on and so forth. With Microsoft and Meta, you're talking about 150,000 a piece. And uh, there are a lot of smaller chips as well that they're using for this. What they are trying to do is build out a massive infrastructure to train AGI, artificial general intelligence, or as I oftentimes call it, artificial godlike intelligence. This is all the major big tech companies, Microsoft with OpenAI, Amazon with Anthropic, Meta, Google with DeepMind, so on and so forth. 
what we're seeing is sort of like at the beginning of the automobile industry when there were no highways or at the beginning of the internet when there was really no fiber optic cable and connections laid across the planet. People oftentimes said, well, how is this going to happen? Where are people going to drive? Or in the case of the internet, uh, how are you know billions of people going to connect with no infrastructure? That is what they're trying to build out. Uh, Sam Altman is really important in this for two reasons. One, uh, he is at the center of this ongoing AI revolution with a large language model at the center of it. But two, Sam Altman has been very clear as to what his objectives are. He believes that companies like OpenAI under Microsoft will create human-like and then godlike AIs, and that the only way human beings will remain relevant is to merge with them, whether that's through their screens or whether that's through Neuralink implants or whether that's through nanotechnology. So all in all, I would say that what's important for the audience to remember is that when they see Super Bowl ads about Copilot and how incredible it's going to be and what a great partner it's going to be in their lives, sitting beneath this is a fundamentally religious ideology. And that ideology is that technologists will create God in a computer and you will either kneel to it or you will be left behind. They've been very, very clear on this, even in their most subtle statements. I want to go back. I want to make sure people understand this because this is empirical evidence. Scott, talk about the article he wrote called Merge. Altman's kind of, and he's not the only mastermind, but he's the one maybe out as the spokesman for this. What did he say on Merge, what he wrote a couple of years ago? Yeah, if I recall correctly, if memory serves, it was about five years ago. It's just called The Merge. Uh, it'll be at the top of my social media as soon as I'm off here. The Merge is Sam Altman's, uh, basically his thoughts on what happens when you get a system that is greater than human capacity, greater than human capability. And uh, he, like Ray Kurzweil, who everyone is now uh, referring to, just like Elon Musk, so on and so forth, he believes that humanity is fated to merge with these systems. And however unhealthy and horrific it seems today with smartphone-addicted AI symbiotes in the future, he sees that as inevitable. If you do not merge, then the AI will take over. That is the fundamental premise that he's working from, one of the most, if not the most powerful AI companies in the world. I'm going to have you back on, but last thing, we got about 30 seconds. They, all the stuff they tell you about climate change, what he's saying when he's raising the $7 trillion, uses all the energy in the world as we know it and even more to, to power what they've got. They need power. That's why these, that's why these processing stations and the power generations and the, and the servers are so concentrated, right? They, they, they throw climate change to the wind here. Uh, just get it out of the way because th this is going to be the greatest use of energy and power in mankind's history to build this? A hundred percent. It's so bad that uh, Microsoft is currently creating and installing in the process of, of, of fusing nuclear reactors, small modular nuclear reactors to their data centers in anticipation that there won't be sufficient energy uh, in the traditional mode. So yes, these things suck up electricity just like they suck up our data it is huge and suck up your humanity uh joe where they get you brother 
Uh, look for my book. If you want to understand Sam Altman, you want to understand this whole religious concept of the singularity, look at my book, Dark Eon, Transhumanism and the War Against Humanity. Anywhere books are sold, check my social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z and warroom.org. Thank tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We are getting rave reviews on uh, Sacred Human Health. People love the site. They love the product, sacredhumanhealth.com. The grass-fed beef liver. People are raving about the energy boost they get from this. Remember, plus all the other great attributes the greatest concentration of nutrients known to man, beef, uh, beef liver, and this is grass-fed, these products. So drop the artificial multivitamins. That's, you know, like placebos. Get the real deal. Go to Sacred Human Health today and see the product offering, but maybe start with the beef livers. We're getting just people just saying it's amazing. So go check it out today, H- sacredhumanhealth.com. Of course, the way we get jacked up, is Warpath Coffee. It's different from the healthy side to the Warpath Coffee. Remember, Navy SEALs, Tej Gill in the team, roasted here in the United States of America. Get the dark roast. Try the dark roast, even if you don't like dark roast, but you got to put in worm to get your discount. Warpath.coffee slash worm. Get it today. If you're a coffee drinker, and I know 99% of you are, go check it out. Also, CPAC, okay, cpac.org slash war room, 95 bucks. We want to see a show of force. We've got so much happening, and I want to give a hat tip to all the great war room posse that were on Rumble and Getter over the weekend. Just incredible. You saw it. You saw how it's doing it, and today, all day, we're going to start it at noon when they come back. 
Uh, we're hopefully going to get some of the senators on it at between five and seven. Big vote tonight. We got to man the ramparts. Tell them under no situ- circumstances can they give any this Ukraine things an obscenity with nothing about the border. No, this this one just strip just purely giving it to the oligarchs. A a country that I think is very close to a civil war. Some people would say the Ukraine Russia whole thing's a civil war, but this is I'm talking about between the Ukrainians because Zelensky's relieved for cause the most revered people in the military. It's because of this recruiting situation. They need 500,000 men and young people there don't want to fight and their parents don't want to send them to the front. And the military guys are saying, unless we have 500,000, we can't continue this thing as a stalemate. We've got to negotiate. Zelensky's obviously staked on, on no negotiation. CPAC.org slash forum. We're going to live studio participation. You guys are going to love it. We're going to make a bunch of announcements. Have our entire team there from Natalie, Jane, Mo, Grace, everybody, and more. Uh, can I play the? Uh, can I play a quick? Uh, I tell you what, I, 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 not cold open because I got Aaron Czar on here from SLNT. Aaron, early in the show, we had Congressman Miller, and she's up about this CCP company because you know TikTok and now Tamu, they're just information warfare companies to suck up all the information about Americans and what they do and how they think and what they buy, and of course TikTok's pure propaganda. We had, uh, we had uh, testimony from Ray behind closed doors classified that the CCP is in all parts of our infrastructure, including communications. She said, hey, Steve, when I'm around, I got my phone laying on my desk and I'm talking about something. Later, I pick it up. There'll be ads directly related to what I'm talking about in the conference room. That's where you guys come. Explain to the audience what she means by that. How does that happen? And what does it mean the CCP is embedded into our infrastructure today? Yeah, good point. I think that's one of the heightened use cases around what Silent does by blocking all the wireless signal to your phone. But the way that works is that it's not only just the recording of your voice through apps on your phone. Um, we're really the problem and our devices are the culprit, the little the little snitches, as I like to call them. Um, but it's the it's the pattern of life. It's the collection of data across all devices that you own and use. And it's really smarter than you are. So it's serving up um, information to the people that want to find it. And um, then it's used in nefarious ways like serving up ads. Um, but yeah, if you're not, if you're not blocking your mic or, or shutting down your, your phone inside of a Faraday bag, then you're uh, walking around vulnerable. Give me the one minute because we've had artificial intelligence. We had Joe Allen here. When you say pattern of life, you mean pattern of like my life, your life, the audience's life. They can actually get all the data, all the information from your voice and what you're doing on the Internet to understand the entire structure of your existence, correct? Yeah, it's if you take a higher level view, like a bird's eye view of like how we live as humans, uh, we're walking around with Internet internet connected devices and we have a pattern of life we you we jump into our electric car we jump into any car that's connected we use our fridge we go from point a to point b we use devices um, all of our information is being transferred and received um, anywhere we go and everything we do so if you put on top of that software and ai or whatever you could you could buy all this information from data brokers like for example, I wanted to bring up January 6th and the geofencing around that. If you were in the general area, all the data harvested was sucked from every device in the area and then computed, and everyone was already put on um, on a list. So if you had a silent Faraday bag, you were blocking all that, and you weren't being able to be t- detected. So it's a small 
uh, use case and a prime example of why to use silent products. But it goes back to how we just live our normal lives and the collection of data as a whole, um, our business, our family lives, our friends, like it's, it's all completely out there. So you need to take necessary steps to uh, be mindful of that and why, why are, you know, I have nothing to hide. Um, I, I don't have enough money in my bank. I'm not important enough. That's all BS when it comes to, you know, someone, uh, responding that way. So I look to the war room posse as being, uh, part of the leadership, part of the early adopters that take change because it's really comes down to our devices, like our cell phones that are these little snitches. And, um, that ties back into, you know, hacking of critical infrastructure, which I think you wanted to talk about anyways. Where, where, where do you go? Where do they go? How do they get to the site? I want to immerse this audience in information. Where do they go to silent right now? How do they get there? slnt.com just like my hat says um it's easy website this is one of our products right here the privacy starter kit like so, so listen to this you have a cell phone it's emitting and receiving information there's no way to shut it down airplane mode doesn't work adjusting your settings doesn't work it's really baked into the software if you have an iphone or an android that isn't de-googled and encrypted you need to use a faraday bag Likely, um, your car has a connected key fob, so you key fob never stops communicating with your car if it's on in proximity. And there's things called relay attacks. You could, for twenty dollars on that product, you could protect what is arguably your most valuable asset, being wow. your car. Um, they're being they're being stolen left and right. I mean, there's video clips of Bentleys being stolen and Range Rovers and all these beautiful luxury European cars just getting jacked with simple equipment and then the last component on that little privacy kit yep i was gonna say it's a privacy sticker so you can cover your webcam perfect slnt.com go check it out today you need to take care of your own security bannon promo code bannon charlie kirk is next we're back at five o'clock to seven true or false Using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. DoneWithDebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt. And that debt will take years to pay off, if you pay it off at all. Done With Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer. And taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done With Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal. Solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a Done With Debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt-fighting strategies are time-sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit DoneWithDebt.com. That's DoneWithDebt.com. Do it today. Take action. Dot com. All one word. WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth. All one word. WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. 
How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.